Welcome to our first episode. Today we are going to be talking about freedom, what it means to us um, while relating to the current Afghan situation. And we have a very special guest for you today, our first friend of Tinker. So let's jump right into the episode. Yeah. Good evening, Dr. Shahda. Good evening. Good to, good to see you here. <laughs> Yeah, it's been, it's good to have a chance to talk about this very depressing situation. I know. Uh, so when we talk about freedom, I think I, I couldn't find a better person to talk about freedom and what freedom means to us than you, Dr. Shahda and I. You have lived through multiple lack of freedom and freedom as well uh, throughout your long life, long fruitful life. But we just wanted to hear your reflections on what is happening uh, let's say in our neighboring country right now. Now, when you look at, I'm first thinking, talking about Afghanistan, then I'll come back to my own thing. The history of Afghanistan has been one of so much conflict, so much conflict. They say they were freedom from the British a hundred years ago, right? They were celebrating yesterday a hundred years of freedom from British rule. But have they really been free in the past hundred years? That's the first question. Second, we always think free, we equate freedom with democracy. And I often question whether democracy is really the best form of government. You know, it may be the best that we can have, but it's got tremendous failings. And freedom in the context of democracy is kind of, in so many ways, it is compromised. Now, you, you talked about India getting freedom on the 15th of August. I was there. I was so happy. I was so elated. I was inspired. I was idealistic. Five, a week after that, we had terrible riots in Delhi. And how many people were killed? Okay. So for everything, you pay a price. Huh? And for freedom, you pay a very big price. Now, what the Afghans are going through, it's terrible because in between, they had a brief 20 years, which I don't call freedom. I just think of more opportunities to try and do things they would have not had a chance to do in the past, okay? For the first time, women had a chance to get an education to go out and work. They were probably uh, more free than Muslim women in most Islamic countries. They were able to get jobs. So that must have been a tremendous you know, window opening. When you open a window, you get fresh air and light. And that's what they got. Now, are they willing to give that up? Yes. And whether they're going to be able to give that up. As for the men, what about all those who fought, okay, for what they thought was democracy? All the Afghan soldiers, the army, who were all trained by the Americans. Why did they fall so fast? Because of fear. There was never freedom from fear. You can train a soldier to use arms and teach him how to fight. But if he's afraid, he will run away. After all, he's human. 
Now, why did we win Cargill? Nobody was afraid. There's a wonderful movie that's coming on called Sher Shah about Vikram Batra. Yes. Amazing courage. Amazing courage. Now, he was free from fear. How many of us are free from fear? Would Aru walk out in Delhi at 11 a.m. by 11 p.m. by herself without being afraid? Can any young woman walk out in the street of Delhi late hours of the night? And if anything happened now in Goa, there were these young, young girls on the beach. They were attacked and molested and raped. And what did the chief minister say? Saying they had no business going out late at night. Yeah. Now, is that real freedom? We are a free country. But what freedom did they have? So, you know, you have to equate freedom with your own self-confidence. If you are free from fear, if you're confident that regardless of who's in the government, regardless of whether it's a police state, if you are confident that you can get what you can, then you're free. Of course, there are limits. All of us have limits to our freedom. We can't, you know, just go ahead and, and uh, act, you know, booze up and get wild and do mad things because there are certain norms we have to follow. So freedom, is something that is limited according to the norms that we live in. And I think it is really identified or exactly, what shall I say, explained by our own uh, self-confidence. I at this age feel absolutely free. Why? Because I have lived through so many experiences that that experience has liberated me from things that Aru isn't yet free from. Correct. Yes. I can do a lot of things because, because of my age, because of my experience. And therefore, I have learned to define my own freedom. Political freedom is a different thing, but I really believe that political freedom is really not individual freedom. And Thank you. Thank you thank very you. much for your for your views, ma'am. And thank you for being a friend of Tinker. We have had wonderful uh, advice and, and mentoring from you. Thank you very much again, ma'am. Thank, thank you. you. Not at all. Aru, keep it up. This is a great initiative. All the best to you. And anything I can do to help you, I'll yes. be happy to. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Well, that was a nice conversation with Sharda, ma'am, it was very really nice to have. Yeah, she's always inspirational, very inspirational. For those who haven't uh, known Dr. Naik, I've known her for pretty long now, more than 25 years as of now. And my usual joke there is that I met her in college and she had already retired <laughs> and I had just entered college and she has been a wonderful mentor ever since. Yeah. So to give a short introduction to her, uh, she's 89 now, that means she has lived through the Quit India movement in 1942, the Second World War, India's freedom, the riots in partition, the first war with Pakistan, the first war with China in 1962, the first war with Pakistan in 65, the second war of Pakistan in <laughs> 71, emergency in 75, color television, Asian games in 80s, and then Mrs. Indira Gandhi's assassination in 1984. <laughs> followed by 
assassination of Rajiv Gandhi in 1991, India's economic liberalization. Yeah, 1991. And now COVID as well. And, and when you talk to her, she is so full of hope. Hope. I think that's a very important message. But it was it was a very nice conversation, and um, I think yeah, the situation is very uh, sad at the moment. It's kind of heartbreaking when we heard it. Uh, like like you just showed off your memory of Indian history right now, I mean, uh, with all the events that have taken place and coming to that, we celebrated 75 years of independence on 15th August and um, while we were celebrating our freedom and the sacrifice that went into it, um, on the eve of the same day, another nation kind of lost it and gave it away without a fight and they were afraid and just Afghan, Afghans, I think they are they are really brave people, they are good people, great people there. It's not necessarily that they simply gave it away. I think they have been conditioned for too long now and they have been had they have been afraid and they have been fearful for too long now and I think uh, that systemic lack of resources has also created this kind of fear mentality in people where everybody wants to run away now. I mean, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that there would be still some Afghans who will put up a fight and make sure that the idea of being an Afghan, being a Pathan in that sense remains. Um, I think we still have hope there yeah. and I guess the other democracies around the world must step up yes. and do, do whatever possible to help the Afghans. Yeah, but uh, what does freedom mean? I think ma'am just talked about personal freedom, being free personally and it which is very different from political freedom is what she said and yeah freedom is a very it means to act freely, speak as you wish, um, as, you, as you will uh, but it's kind of a contradicting word in today's sense because we never are truly free right there are always restrictions and that's the debate that happens around freedom that how many restrictions can you put on restrictions right it's, it's kind of a paradox freedom, we're never really truly free, right? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's, it's a, at some level, it is a very deeply philosophical question as well as what is true freedom. I mean, if you go back to Hindu mythology, I mean, it is freedom from this chakra of birth and rebirth. And unless you attain moksha, there is no freedom. Because as long as you are in human body, both, both Buddhist as well as Hindu philosophy talks about unless you get out of this chakra of birth and rebirth, you're not truly free and and you, you would find sightings everywhere. I mean, in fact, one of the books I keep talking about is Letters to a Friend by, by Nagarjuna and he talks about that and he says, was a truly free person is and is somebody who doesn't have to work for his living in that sense. That is true freedom, that you don't have to work for earning a livelihood, that is true freedom in some sense because then you're not dependent on anybody, you're not afraid of that whether you would get food or not. And so that's the philosophical part of it. But uh, of late what we have seen is um, that we have had freedoms uh, as we become more developed societies, countries, we have had freedoms. We are, we are free from hunger in that sense, India as a country, we were a really poor country where people died of hunger. We are free from hunger. Uh, there is more economic opportunity. Women, young women, I, I would say, are free to choose the kind of life they want to live, uh, which was not possible until it's about even over 20 years back. Yes. So that is the kind of freedom we are seeing now. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, but at this moment, I don't know. It's Ma'am was like talking about the hope, right? And she said like she's always full of hope. And at this time, especially when there's kind of lack of it, right? Um, with the situation that is, and just we feel like these this kind of um, situation that arises right now was something that I would have thought maybe forty years down the line would have happened. In my sense, as a sixteen-year-old, I seventeen-year-old, I would not have thought it to happen at this moment. It kind of felt far-fetched, and it's here now, and that kind of makes me afraid of what's to come in the future. And um, yes, Mam has lived a long, a very long and night. Um, life and she's still full of hope she's seen so many different events which are distressing uh, and bad and can be very heartbreaking and at the same time she can stay hopeful so i think it's kind of a nice message for the younger generation and the generations um, that we are going to be in the world and we're going to take care of it that yes there is always hope something good to look forward to right i think that's what and i think that hope only can can make you less afraid that yes. there is a future that you are aspiring for something which is bigger than you um and i think uh, if you were to jump into our recommendation i i will come back to recommendation again but i i been watching few sports related movies and that's uh, olympics was a great oh yeah we'll uh, talk about that, that soon yeah. yeah we should talk about olympics yeah we, we should have another episode on olympics generally yeah, yeah. but i was um, i'd watched i mean i i know archana was watching this movie called tufan in which afrin faran plays a role of a boxer and then i saw another movie called it's a tamil movie again paranjit uh, sarpata parambarai if i get it right sarpata parambarai it's basically the sarpata clan so it's 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 semi fictional based on boxing scene in late 70s in in chennai not chennai and one of the thing which struck me and again it's a, it's very mass kind of movie and a lot of visual kind of stuff i liked it uh, but what i liked more was the same thing that this guy is not afraid and he says i'm going to protect my clan's dignity and so he's not afraid mm-hmm. he's getting beaten up like what happens in tufan ashwin and then he gets up and says give me more i am not afraid there's nothing to be afraid of the second lesson i think that we get is uh, and again this is more in terms of what young people are looking for everybody is looking for a teacher yes everybody is looking for a coach and everybody is saying coach me i i need to find a coach i need to find a teacher but the important lesson there is and i i think a lot of people attributed to one of those chinese philosophers is when the student is ready the teacher would appear nobody is looking at are they ready for that or not everybody is looking at somebody is going to come and train them no are you ready for the training or not and both in sarpata parambarai as well as in tufan when the student when the boxer was ready the teacher appeared in that sense so i think that is one recommendation i would make to watch this there are really mass movies but paranjit has done a wonderful job there okay my recommendation is a song it's called found tonight uh, it's so this song actually uh, came into being it was it's a remix of two already existing songs from two musicals from hamilton and this uh, musical called dear evan hansen and the songs were the story of tonight and uh, you will be found so the song uh, they remixed it for the parkland shootings when uh, that happened and there were protests where students were protesting for change in gun laws because of the violence gun violence that was increasing and politicians turning a blind eye to them so the song is about uh, it's about hope and it's about keep fighting they're here for you the song kind of showed solidarity to them and keep fighting and this there are some lines uh, which i think i'll just quote um, 
raise a glass to all of us tomorrow there will be more of us saying that keep fighting there will be more of you that will turn up it's kind of hopeful at the same time it talks about like we are pe- people will come people will join and things will get better like don't give up i think that's i think that's a very powerful message and this is what dr nayak also keeps talking about that things are going to get better you just have to be at it yeah. again and again and you just be at it you you be focused on what you think is you what you really believe in yeah. that's what she also emphasized on that what you believe in you keep at it and things would be all right uh, things yeah. have been all right yes and things would again be all right and i think you just need to believe and remain focused stay thankful for today look forward to tomorrow that's correct that's correct again yep. good yes. stuff thank you for that <laughs> no sir yeah tinker thoughts Tinker Tink- thoughts. Oh, we are going to call them. Thoughts. Yeah, we can call it. Tinker thoughts. Tinker thoughts. Tinker thought for the week or tinker thought for the fortnight. For the fortnight. Okay. Yeah, we'll see you soon. We'll see you on twelfth of September next. So stay tuned for that. And this is finally decided. It's the twenty fifth of every month. The executive producer says yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> so it has been decided. It has been sorted. Uh, no need to worry about when it's going to come out the mystery is on it's coming out on 25th and 12th <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you and thank you for all the support that has been coming in from all of you and stay tuned for the next episode bye bye we'll see bye. you soon